Mongameli ya bonbu sabambe gile good evening welcome Ah good evening sabambe gile ya ya having a student assembly as we are speaking so I to retune Okay from attending the students so that I can no, Mongameli, we're not going to take you for too long uh, so that uh, you can go back to the student assembly and get the line of march uh, from the students uh, about the next steps. But maybe just explain to us the genesis of uh, this issue because uh, we do understand that uh, we are nearing the deadline for registrations and it seems things are coming to a head now. You know, exits and entrances of the campus closed um, and uh, I would understand that you're not finding one another with the management but also some of your demands are for the national student financial aid scheme and how did we get here okay what December what happened because we know the issue of registration when the returning student has to come back and register we have the crisis of historic debt mm. students who are owing who are unable to register and the university says if you are owing less than 10,000 you must be able to register, but if you are owing more than 10,000, you must at least pay 50% of your debt. Mm. And most of these students who are owing are students who have lost salaries because COVID has affected many companies who were funding them. Sure, Secondly, sure. are students who were defended, who, were, who lost funding from NFSAS because NFSAS thought they were too rich to be funded by NFSAS. And most of these students who are having historic debt are students whom we call fall into the mixing machine. So then in December, we wrote a memorandum of concession to say historically, at the, in 2020, there was a concession that everyone who's owing less than 120,000 can register. So we wanted to revise that concession in 2023. We wrote to the vice chancellor in December to say, because now the debt has increased even for students, more students are defunded, more students have a huge amount of debt. Allow students who are owing more than 150K to register. And the vice chancellor said, no, we cannot do that. Mm. And that's one of the pending issues we're having on registration. And then as an SRC, if you have maybe followed the literacy, we have entered into a fundraising campaign as students. We are student leaders, we are not fundraisers, but because acting at all off of love for our students, we say we can appeal to to Capital South Africa, clean the city and fundraise and the multiple foundation donated a million and the VP also gave us a million because we have reached an agreement with the vice chancellor to say for every rent that we, we fundraise will also match it. So that was our first to say, how can we find a peaceful and amicable solution to assist our students? It was through fundraising. And we have fundraised roughly 8.9 million. And we have created an SRC fund to mm. assist these students who are disadvantaged. Yeah. And these students, one thing which I have to mention, they are academically eligible to register, but they are too poor study it with that's that's the crisis in a nutshell and i guess you know that that fund would not cover all students i would imagine who are in need i I was getting there Mm. the fund everyone who who applied for the fund if we were to cover all students it would take us to 33 million and we only have 8.9 million we're able to reach up until 16 
million, but you cannot cover all students. And then we've been writing to the VC to say, VC, please reflect to our first concession of allowing students who are owing less than 150K to register. Mm-hmm. Because we have done our part as an SRC, we have fundraised, but our funds are not enough. At least we have done something. Mm-hmm. And the VC on the 31st of January said no. And we've been engaging up until now where we have reached, we have reached a point of saying we've tried our best to negotiate, but it seems as if uh, our efforts are undermined, our efforts are not being had. Secondly, mm. the issue of NSFs, which we have asked about. Sure. Usually in our campuses, great internal residences, there is no cap for funding funding of housing funding. So how housing funding works? Mungabin, my sense also, sorry man, so what I want us to do, I, I don't want to disrupt you midway as you explain the link between okay, the NASFAS no allocation and the residence issue. Hold the line for us for a second. We're going to quickly take the spot break. When we come back, we'll continue on that score. Okay, no problem. In our headline segment tonight, we head out to the University of the Witwatersrand where the student body is out in protest around uh, yeah the perennial issues often we confront at this time of the year issues of student debt issues of registration and who you know um, is able to register and cannot register and of course also uh, all of the challenges around residence uh, and uh, accommodation issues confronting students and I'm joined on the line uh, tonight to talk about this by the SRC president Apuam Nyamana and uh, Mongamelu you were just talking briefly uh, about, I guess, uh, the uh, NASFAS issue. So uh, please continue on that vein. Yes, with the NSFAS issue. The NSFAS NFSAS didn't cap our accommodation. Mm. So NSFAS will pay for how, however the amount is our bed cost, food, and stipend allowance. So roughly that will cost a student 80000 um, mm. That will cost a student 80000 Am I still audible? Yes, you are still audible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's the cost student eighty thousand because the cheapest bed you can get at least is fifty six thousand plus twenty six thousand of meal and thirty five thousand of your of your stipend. Three thousand seven hundred fifty stipend, yeah, to be mm. to be precise. So NFS is saying I will only give you forty five thousand for that. So now the student if housing costs the students eighty thousand, NFS will only keep thirty-five. For the entire thirty-five, the student must see which is where does the student gets the money. Mm-hmm. And this will create a problem for us next year because that student wants to register. I'm thinking about first years who are currently in fifteen and everyone is in NFS can't afford to pay accommodation because NFS has kept the amount. That's mm-hmm. the crisis we are having. And and what is the institution saying in that instance? I mean, uh, I'm sure they are saying to you, well, it's a NASFAS issue as Gendau. The institution is saying it's an NSFAS issue. NSFAS is frustrating us. We have applied for exemption because only NSFAS is saying only few institutions have the problem, mostly other institutions. For maybe Mangosuch University, their rates and everything are much cheaper. So the 15,000 can suffice. But for student accommodation, in Frankfurt, in Texas, in Rondebosch, in Germany, in like, that 45,000 cannot suffice. So the, our institution has applied for exemption mm. and did not get the exemption. 
as we are frustrated with NSAs to say they must grant our institution an exemption. That's on NSAs level. But we are saying on this, it's the powers of faith. Mm-hmm. When they calculate the, the, the deficit which this change has made on the institution, which is roughly 86 million, mm-hmm. they are saying to say, they must absorb this 86 million. No. That's our demand. If the staff doesn't grant us the exemption, then this must absorb the 86 million mm. because these students won't be able to register no matter how good you have passed because NF staff has given 45,000 instead of 80. If you will not be able to register next year. So that's mm. the crisis which we are facing. Well, when does registration close? We have asked for extension up until Friday. So Friday is the last day of registration. So, it has so already passed. I think school have commenced on the 21st of February. Yeah. So we are, we are all extended registration. So so now up here, I mean, if Friday comes and you are still on the picket lines, what's the implication? With the implications, what we have said today, Right now at 8 o'clock, I'm expecting a call and feedback from the vice chancellor because every demand which I am we are calling for as a FRC, it is not a new demand. Mm. We have asked this last year December because it anticipated the issue. And now there has been a slow response from the vice chancellor. Mm. So if these demands are not set, I think we, we will continue on the picket line up until this is prepared to compromise because with the struggle it is conflict or compromise and so far there is no compromise to mm. management hence the conflict we are seeing the conflict and hence the conflict will continue up until there is a compromise mm. has your action um affected or curtailed the academic program you say school has started but i'm quite interested in whether or not uh, your picket today uh, has effectively occurred with people going to classes because ordinarily, I mean, Sayaz Velaponat, ordinarily, when there's a protest of this kind, if um, Abanya Bafunda, Kekofunda, is that what's happening now? What's happening is that some of the courses were moved online and mm. some of the courses will be moved online. Some classes are affected because we are trying to peacefully demonstrate in the entrances of saying no one must continue with their academic life. While there are students who are still not registered and managing this crisis, so we did affect some of the of, of the academic pro, pro processions, but not all of them. Some some students did continue because medical school, school they were continuing as normal because accessing that campus is really really difficult. Mm, mm. For tonight, uh, and uh, let's allow you to go back uh, to the uh, student assembly. Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Okay, thank you very much for having me. Apiwe is the um, president of the Student Representative Council at the University of the Vedvatis Rand.